Welcome to the Leongzhi Podcast. In this week's episode, we talk about Christmas because it's exactly one week from today. Sid and I share stories about our experiences with Christmas growing up, and also talk about what we enjoy and what we struggle with when Christmas season hits. Afterwards, we delve into what Christmas means to us beyond all the sales and family gatherings, and why it's truly so worth celebrating. We are super glad you're here with us, and as always, we hope that this episode can be interesting and beneficial for you. Oh, oh my! Welcome to Leong Cha, a podcast to enjoy some figurative tea that may be good for your mind, body, and soul. My name is Sid, and I'm joined by my co-host Elam. And today, we'll be talking about Christmas. Christmas is just around the corner, and so we'll be digging into our own experiences of Christmas and what it means to us, as well as some pros and cons of the Christmas season. But before we get into it, how have you been, Elam? Ah,、uh, it's been pretty crazy, honestly, since the last episode.、Um, it feels like a long time ago that I was at your house recording with Shirley. Oh yeah. Uh, but it was because, actually just a week ago.、Eh? Yeah, no, it was, it was just a week ago. But it feels like so much longer because、uh, over this past week, I my new house settled、mm-hmm. and、uh, moved in, and、mm-hmm. it's just been like a frenzy of just unpacking and just getting everything sorted. Yeah, that's been pretty good.、Uh, yeah, it's been hectic, but now it's, it's real good. So I'm officially settled into the new house, and yeah, I guess that's like both my highlight. Oh, that's not really my low light. That's just straight highlight because. <laughs> For those of you guys that have been listening since a couple months ago, it's been、mm-hmm. a long journey to get to this point. You know, like、mm-hmm. renovating the—not really renovating, just like fixing up the old house, putting it on the market, fixing stuff、yeah. up to get compliant,、uh, and then selling it, and then house hunting. So,、uh, really thankful to finally be here. And yeah, yeah, first time recording、That's、in、awesome. my little study office type of thing. So pretty, yeah, pretty hot. So how, how set up are you now? Are you basically like fully, like hundred percent set up? No, no way. I mean, I only I only moved in like four days ago. Yeah, five days ago. I would say like functionally pretty much set up. Yeah, but as far as still unpacking and like getting everything all set up, I'm probably like fifty percent. Damn. Oh, well, I know what you're gonna be doing all summer. <laughs> well, I was thinking. Well, well, I mean, if I'm fifty percent in in two, in four days, I reckon within another like week and a half, we're hoping to、Have、be yeah, be be all all good. Nice. It's been pretty tiring. Pretty, pretty tiring, but feels good to have my、yeah. own bed to sleep in. You know, have my own dwelling again. Don't have to、yeah. just jump between Sid's <laughs> house and my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, and having Ponyo back as well. Yeah, yeah, Ponyo moved.、Painter. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, Ponyo moved back in、uh, yesterday, and then yeah, it's just been it's been hype. So I just spent all day with her today, and oh my, yeah, my、nice. dog's just the best. So you should you should be excited <laughs> just for fan, just fanboying hard out. Yeah, no, like four years in, and、uh, no, five years in. Dang, she's five.、Yeah. Time flies, eh? But um, so you you got good things in store when you get your dog. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Nice. Well, actually, it's been. Pretty tiring couple of weeks to be honest, because of all the house stuff and just not feeling super well at the moment. Like just feeling really tired and lethargic. And actually, I missed out on a couple of、um, volleyball trainings here and there, just because mentally I just couldn't keep up. So really grateful that we could record last week's episode with Shirley. 
and it was a lot of fun. Got to pick her brain on a lot, a couple of things, so that was quite cool. And also reminiscing about the past as well. And actually, as I was packing up my stuff, I found the letters that me and Shirley wrote to each other. Oh, well, actually, I don't, I don't, I don't have my letters because I gave it to her, and then she threw it out. Oh, freaking! <laughs> <laughs> so, freaking. Uh, but I've got all, I've got all her replies. So, freaking then, Shirley, yeah, it's just like you guys could have had this, like you know, could have had this. It's like our oh, MSN combo. Yeah, like but these are our love excited. letters from high school, but then Shirley's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, letter bolt. Just, bro, it's, it's very funny because one, one of the letters, she's like, KK bell rang, and then she just like signed it off. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just really looking forward to summer and come. Honestly, I, I say this like every like month, I feel like, like yeah. in the second half of the year, it's just like, man, I can't believe it's like this time already of the year. This month. No, but for real, yeah. though, it's already December. Like, yeah, like we're, we're like one and a half weeks, like not even one and a half weeks now, like one week away from finishing for the year. And it's just, it's just mental way. I would say like this year felt like it went by quick and, and, and we won't talk too long about this because next week we're going to do um, like a I recap, a, a recap for the year uh, episode, yeah. but it felt long, but no, it felt really quick, but it also felt super long. Like lockdown, yeah. and playing Animal Crossing at home felt like, like a year or two ago, just because so much yeah, has happened. Yeah. What about uh, what about low light? Well, I guess you didn't really. That was my low light. Highlight. Yeah, you pretty much went low light first. Did you do any highlights? <laughs> <laughs> um, I went on a day trip to Raglan with my volleyball uh, teammates, so that was a lot of fun. They they actually booked out the weekend, but I could only make um, the day just because I was so busy with stuff. But yeah, just a lot of fun, and man, I'm just really looking forward to summer. In my head right now. I'm just sitting on a lounge chair on my deck in the sun in my new house. And I'm like, I'm like really looking forward to it and having a Coke next to me. Oh, <laughs> like I'm ready. I'm ready to have that moment. <laughs> I think my equivalent would be sitting on like a, a lounge chair, not a lounge chair, just like a comfortable recliner kind of thing in our lounge with the big TV yeah. and just having an NBA game on. Yeah. Maybe with a cider. And then like, yo, that'll be hype. I'll, I'll be keen to come. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that'll be, oh my. Okay, don't invite it's me soon. Then. It's all right. You just missed the timing. Nah. What? <laughs> Your look was like, I don't know. Nah. Well, in, 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 invite or not, you're probably just going to like come around and then just like knock on, knock on the, the sliding door. Oh yeah, I can just walk over. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into the main topic, uh, make sure you guys follow us on leongcha.podcast. We will actually be taking a break over the Christmas holidays. So if you follow us, we'll keep you guys updated on what we're up to, you know, all the barbecues and all the outings. You know what the Christmas holiday is perfect for, right? Like it's for us to take a break from recording, but it's also for you guys to just go back and to re-listen to every episode. You know, oh. in summer, you'll be going on drives, <laughs> road trips, episode. going on walks. And then it's just like, yo, I need some yeah. podcasts to listen to. That's good for my mind, body, and soul. And you know where to go. Let's get into our uh, topic for today. Like mm-hmm. Sydney said earlier, we want to just talk about Christmas in this episode because it's just around the corner. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's something that it's pretty much a celebrated holiday almost worldwide. Um, it's even real big in Asia these days. So yeah, we thought yep. we'd just share a little bit about our experiences, kind of growing up, you know, we're, we're from Asian families, but we grew up in a Western country. So we're not quite all in, but then it's kind of transformed and it's become bigger and bigger as I've grown up. All right, so Sid, 
so growing up, how did you and your family celebrate Christmas? Uh, so Shelton and I were both born here. So we were basically raised up in like Western culture. So we didn't have uh, the perceptions of Christmas um, like growing up in another country and then coming to New Zealand. Like it was always, it's always been quite ingrained in our childhood. And what that meant for us was we got quite a few presents, I guess, like growing up. But I don't actually remember like too much of like the Christmases we had. Like it was always about, you know, having this big, um, you know, tu- like, um, Christmas ham and turkey. Oh, bro, and you guys went all in on the Christmas ham and turkey and everything. Yeah, because I, th- I think my oh. dad was like real keen to do it. Right. And right, also, right. Um, like he would do it for his company as well. Right. Um, like cook for his company. So then it's like, oh, like he can just transfer those skills into our family dinners. So it was really like nice and pretty hype. And actually, but the one Christmas I remember the most was I felt like I just had a huge haul of like toys. Right. And and it was just like, I just had so many different toys. And I remember like... When you're talking huge. Opening up one. When you're talking huge, how many are you talking? I don't know, like 10 maybe? Like 10 new toys? Crikey, man. That's ridiculous ridiculous yeah but that, <laughs> but that was like that was like one specific christmas like for some reason i just had like a mean ass haul oh yeah like maybe you had like relatives I just remember, or something yeah and i just remember like i'd play for like a toy for like half an hour and i could just jump onto the next toy and i just oh like God. and it was just like this constant feedback loop for like i don't know just like forever <laughs> you're a toy skank and oh my and i just remember like shooting this like foam disc thing from yeah like this gun yeah okay and it was just real satisfying to shoot it and then <laughs> and i was like that was like my whole summer i think just shooting it with shelton <laughs> oh my yeah actually <laughs> actually i think giving like nerf guns these days as a gift is like almost like you can't go wrong here eh? because i think buying gifts or gifts is pretty hard but especially for boys if you just get them a nerf gun right like who doesn't like shooting things? It's like pretty. Isn't it like kind of, kind of dodged? Not dodge, but like, it's a high speed projectile. Like you don't want to hurt anyone, you know? Bro, oh my! You're not even that old, and you're already talking like an oldie. But a what? nerf gun. A nerf gun is not a high speed projectile. Oh my goodness! And it's a soft bullet. Oh, oh! <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I for some reason I thought it was high speed, and then when I think about it, when I actually shot, oh no! It's because it's because the sound when it hits. Like a war sounds really intense. Oh yeah, but I just had this like what? image. I just had this like vision of like when you guys have kids and then, right? You guys just like don't let your kids like play with like guns or anything, or like you guys are just like no, that's dangerous. Like that's- oh, <laughs> <laughs> well when I was thinking about, it, I was like oh yeah, probably a rubber band like would be more yeah rubber ba- than that. Yeah, rubber band actually hurts more than a bullet. <laughs> like significantly, yeah, exactly. it's like significantly sharper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and other than those presents, I think we also had, like, I don't really believe in Santa, like, growing up. I don't know, just never really believed in it. And then, but we still had, like, stockings and stuff. Right. So I would also remember waking up on Boxing Day, because that's when we could uh, open presents. Yeah. So, um, like, just seeing our stockings, like, full of candy, as well as being able to open up presents under the Christmas tree. Right. Like, that was just, like, I don't know why. It, just, it was, like, a real vivid memory for me then as well but it sounds that sounds freaking epic a stocking full of candy as well yeah goodness gracious <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> oh, wait, actually, oh, no. well, before we move on from um, the whole Nerf gun thing, I, I, okay, it's the funniest. Um, I mean, maybe not the funniest, but a pretty dang funny story over the weekend. Um, okay, and we'll get into it a little bit later as far as like family gatherings and all that. But okay. I had my extended family like Christmas gathering real early this year, okay. just to accommodate people's schedules. Mm-hmm. So then, um, basically, for all the like younger kids, uh, everyone gets them a gift. So then, it's pretty right. hectic. But I got right. a pretty sick like sniper Nerf gun thing for one of my cousin's kids. Wait, hang on. Like every like you have to give every little cousin slash kid a gift. Yeah. So they get they get like a haul, man. Like they so that's like get... so that's like so if you have like seven, you have to buy seven gifts. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So so I think we might be looking at changing it next year because as people have more right. and more kids, it becomes less and less feasible. But anyway. Right. Um. Like I thought it was a pretty real cool like sniper nerf thing and then right before they got to the present opening time this dude like whips out a gun to like play around and it's like the same freaking gun so he's already got it and then he was oh like, my he was like playing with my brother being like like showing him how high i could shoot to the roof and stuff he's like yeah i could shoot all right. the way and then and then like <laughs> and then um and then we actually ran out of name tags so we didn't name tag his one and then before I knew that it was the same gun. I was just like, I, I even handed it to him. I was just like, oh yeah, by the way, I uh, like, I don't have the tag, but like, this is the gift from like uh, me and Joe. And right. then um, I, th- I think he was pretty hyped for it because normally they're only allowed to open presents on Boxing Day, right? But because everyone was there and it was like a happy time, we right. agreed that they could open one one gift. Oh my, oh no. <laughs> and then um, no. And then as he reached for the gun, I already kind of knew. And then I was like, I, I was in the other lounge, like looking, like kind of like just peeking across. And then he reached for that gift. And then he's just like opening it. At, and then like, I could see his facials just transform from like excitement to like, to like, in, like inquisitive, like, oh, like this looks familiar. And then as you realized it was the same one, like, I think it all sunk in that like crap, like he already has this gun. And he oh can only my. open one present, and then like he, yeah, and then all the regret, and then he was just like real sad. Oh, <laughs> and then I think he needed to be. How old is he? He was like, oh, like maybe like eight. Oh my! I can feel it. Then, I can feel the devastation. Yeah, but anyway, it was I just I was just cracking up, and I just got like, it's a really it's a, so, it's so actually a you, good gun though. So so what do you end up doing? Like, are you like is he? So he's got two of them now. Well, yeah. Are oh, you gonna got... give him the receipt to no nah, exchange just got, for? He's just got two of them. I mean, one's bound okay. to break sooner or later, or he can like dual wield snipers. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it's actually a real legit like because afterwards we kind of my dad and my brother and myself and him like we got we kind of did like a little sniping competition using that gun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we like yeah. set up targets in the lounge and like it's actually like, it has a scope and everything. It's pretty. So then, if it breaks, now he's got a second one. So all good. I guess he can play one like one on one with his dad or something. Yeah. As well. Anyway, that was a that was a mad a bit of a tangent, but it was just yeah. when we just started talking about your, your foam shooter, I was just, <laughs> I was just... <laughs> Yeah, I mean Crystal is just epic. Eh? Like, I think I don't know, it's just I think getting gifts is just just feels really awesome. But then obviously there's some downsides to it as well. And I think um I guess lastly as well, like Christmas for me, because I went to a Catholic school growing up like singing carols was actually quite a big thing like like preparing for the christmas festival or like listen, hearing it in the malls and stuff like i think it just all added to the festive mood 
and yeah, yeah it felt like oh man like Christmas is coming gonna get like really cool gifts and I think the food part was just like a bonus getting to hang out with all my family and friends yeah I think Christmas for me was pretty similar um it was similar and, and different because I think that whole excitement and that whole vibe uh, I can really relate mm-hmm. with because especially because yeah. I grew up in church so in church there's always some sort of like christmas service and kind of like little christmas dinners and gatherings just around the place so that just made everything feel real like fest like it's just like a happy time um and it also coincides with like summer holidays and summer holidays is obviously growing up that was like my highlight it's like six or seven weeks off school and it's like summertime you can go out and ride bikes so i just i think i just associated that whole thing together yeah as far as gifts i think um I do remember, yeah, I, I don't remember like any particular year that stood out in terms of getting like a massive haul. Um, in mm-hmm. general, I think my hauls were a lot more humble than yours. I think there was this yeah. one year where uh, I had a cousin from Hong Kong that was staying with us. I think he was home staying with us because he was studying here. Um, right. And that was probably one of the best years because he was a real good guy. Like, like I got along really well with him and he got me mm-hmm. a re- like a remote control car. And I just thought, oh my, like, that's like, so, that's OP. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is sick. And then, um, actually, what's that? Yeah, speaking of gifts, like, I remember, like, because I went to a baby shower and then someone got their kid, like, a car, like, one of those, like, electric, like, small cars that a babe kid can fit, can fit in. I okay. was like, oh what my. The heck? Like, this is, yeah, just like, intense as gift. I'm like, okay. Bro, actually, okay, so here's another um, side thought, which is related like a reoccurring conversation I have with like people my age now when we're trying to like buy gifts for kids is like either mm-hmm. for like birthdays or Christmas is like, Oh man, like what do we buy for kids these days? Because yeah, firstly, it seems like they already have so many toys. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, it seems like they're interested just like to play on iPads anyway. Right. So then it feels so like, what's re- the point? Yeah. It feels really redundant, but then yeah. here, here we are like talking about our childhoods and how like awesome it was to receive gifts. Yeah. And I'm like, just trying to reconcile the two things because is there something that like, because I'm an oldie now, like I've, I've like lost that magic of giving and receiving gifts or like just, I can't like empathize with them or, or have times has changed. I guess my initial impression is as a kid, like you don't get to choose when you get your gifts or not, unless you were like spoiled, I guess. Like other than your birthday and Christmas, it'd be pretty hard to come by. Like you yeah, can't just buy what you need. Yeah, I don't Whereas know now, I just have... now that we're older, yeah, like we can buy what we want. Like, oh, do I do I need a new pair of headphones? It's like, oh yeah, okay, I'll go go out and buy one. Kind of yeah. thing. Whereas before, you had to wait like six months. So maybe and it's imagine, not so much like, nah. yeah, is it like maybe not so much about if the kids like the gift, but the fact that it's. It, it becomes their belonging. Like it becomes their possession and accumulating possessions at that age is like, it's only through receiving gifts. Yeah. And like, they wouldn't be getting, well, sometimes, I don't know, like they may not be getting pocket money either. So then like, I think the concept of value or like money or worth is just not apparent then. And then suddenly you're just getting these like objects and it's like, well, these objects are awesome kind of thing. Yeah, that's the thing, eh? Because I just recall like quite a few memories in the last few years where like I give a gift to a kid, and then mm-hmm. and then when they open it, they're just not that happy. I'm just like, oh, like, 
don't know. Because, like, I, I remember, because we, like, packed the Christmas boxes, right? Yeah. For, like, Operation Christmas Child. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, is, yeah. like, a charity that, you know, helps bring... Not, pretty, not just a story, but like they pretty much bring like Christmas and try to like bring that whole celebration to like certain countries that yeah don't have the resource or, or maybe like they're not in situations where they can celebrate it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I get I get excited like packing those gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can imagine I get, my yeah, joy, like, like like opening on my oh my like this guy's yeah this guy's packing me a soft like, toy. They, yeah, they're gonna love like, it. Yeah, so I would like yeah. it's almost like I would rather like spend my money and buy a couple more of those. OCC boxes. So, quick shout out to Operation Christmas Child. Um, it's something our church kind of helps out with every year. But you don't yeah. need to do it as part of a church or anything. It's just a charity that anyone can go on and just pack their OCC mm. box and send it out. So, mm. um, if you guys are looking, I mean, it's all finished now because it's got a, It's usually done in November, so that it can get out to those countries by Christmas time. But would highly recommend anyone listening to look into that next year. It's pretty yeah. meaningful. Yeah, so there's like a couple of ways to help out. Like one is like to help actually pack shoe boxes at the processing plant, or you can just bring in a shoe box uh, and you've packed it already with goodies, um, yeah. and you can just donate that um, to them to like deliver to someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can track in all that sort of stuff as well. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Just like the but annual yeah. trip to Kmart, just like oh, like can't wait for this. Yeah. Buy this person this and buy this person that. Do you think? Do you think you would enjoy? you know, like say this extended family, do you think you would enjoy it more if you had packed like a personalized box for each of, each of them? Nah, because the administrative burden that would put on my life would taint the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but packing a box for each of like, each kid would be, would be nuts. I mean, you can make it sort of generic though. Uh, but I guess they could get sick of it every nah, year. Oh, nah, every nah. year, oh, I'm going to get a pencil sharpener and some pencils from nah. Uncle Elam. And I'm going to get a bouncy ball and some What's clothes. No, no. Nah, nah. that, well, that's what I mean. It's like, I guess like my nephews or like whatever kids that I'm buying it for. I don't know. It just feels like they, I wouldn't call them spoiled, but they, 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 have, a, they, have, a, they have a lot. Yeah. They, yeah. They have a yeah. lot of stuff and I don't actually know what stuff they have and don't have. So it's just, but anyway, that's, that's kind of, we'll, we'll loop back to this. We'll loop back to this point. Let okay. me get into the pros and cons later. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it just felt like it was one of those times. It was just one of the two times. Like, it was either my birthday and Christmas. That mm-hmm. Very vividly, like, that morning of either Christmas or Boxing Day, it just felt so significant because it felt like right. the world was celebrating. Like, for my birthday, right. it's not the world, but, like, my whole family is kind of, like, celebrating my, my birthday kind of thing. Yeah, I just remember, like, that sense of, like, hype, you know, like, not being able to sleep or, like, waking up at 6 a.m. and being super excited. But like over the years, as I've grown up, that like sense of like, I don't know, excitement and like jittery mm-hmm. feeling, it's kind of like faded. And I wonder why mm-hmm. that is. I wonder if it's to do with what you said before, as far as like, you know, when you're young, you don't have any control over your possessions. And then this is like one of the times in the year when like people will definitely give you stuff. So yeah. you're, like, you're like expanding your pool of possessions. But whereas now, it's just, yeah. if I need to get something, I just get it. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's a very common guy thing, right? Like, like what do you get a guy for their birthday? It's like they literally have everything, kind of thing. I think I think also growing up, the the polish or the the shininess of Christmas like wears off because you've got a lot more things to worry about as well. Like, there's a lot of schedules and a lot of events being organized, and it's like crap. Okay, I need to get this stuff ready for that. 
Yeah. But that's just, yeah. that's adds to the stress. And I think, especially as we, like when we transition into parents and stuff, like that's going to add another level of stress and it's mm. probably going to be worse then. But then, I don't know, will it be worse? Because then you'll, be, oh. you'll see your kid enjoy it. It's like, oh my. One, one of my favorite Christmases though, probably one of mm-hmm. the most unique is in 2009 when we just finished mm-hmm. McLean's. Mm-hmm. Because in that year, I remember my parents were, had moved to Hamilton and they were like right. sussing like Christmas stuff down there with their church. Right. And my brother was on a mission trip. Right. So I was like living in this house by myself and it was like my first Christmas kind of like away from family. And I was like right. by myself, but that was also the summer that our friends group was hanging out heaps. Right. So I remember like that year, like our friends group, like we like bought like Christmas presents for each other and like hung out heaps. I think even on Christmas day, I remember having dinner with Shirley and Jeremy and like, I think everyone else had family stuff, but it was just us three like at my house. Like, oh really? <laughs> having a get, yeah, having a ghetto as meal, right? And um, I think that was a pretty like it was probably one think, of the most unique Christmas seasons that I spent. Right, bro. I think I was even vlogging back then on on that like big handheld camera, and I have a video oh. of myself that night on Christmas night being like, "Yeah, it's Christmas," and um, yeah, I'm just by myself, like you know, in my house <laughs> for the first time, feeling a bit lonely. Bro, you sound like, sound like Sakuno. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I have that saved somewhere. Um, and then that's oh, where we were standing hard. And I was like, I panned <clears throat> the video to the MSN conversation, but I'm like, but it's all good. I'm like talking to friends here. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's Christmas for me. I think just a lot of family time, uh, a lot of celebration. And yeah, one of the times of the year where i get to expand my possession pool mm. as a kid okay so we just talked about our experiences of christmas and how like what we enjoyed growing up through the different christmas seasons of wanting presents and stuff and we've mentioned as well like it's changed slightly from then yeah so yeah, yeah. so what, what's sort of maintained for you what do you mean by maintained oh like what, what do you still enjoy about christmas at the moment or maybe we should talk about what we don't like about Christmas. Yeah. So this is just getting into the pros and cons, right? Um, yeah. So pros and cons, are, uh, pros and cons of Christmas season. For me, I think all the pros remain like minus the gifts because I remember even like for the first couple years of dating, like Joe and I would do Christmas gifts for each other. Yeah. But then I think at some point as we all grow older, it's just like, first of all, everyone has a lot of stuff. And then secondly, like, I don't know, there's a lot of, there's, there's just so many gifts, like gift giving occasions. Right. Especially yeah. like within a couple, you know, like you have your anniversary and then the anniversary, birthdays. Yeah. And for Joe and myself, like our birthdays, like her birthdays in November, mine's in Jan. Right. And our anniversaries in Feb. Yeah. Then if we chuck Christmas in, it'll be like four consecutive months of just like, oh yeah. So pretty much it's like, part. <laughs> um now at some point we just kind of we kind of scrapped christmas gifts and my family also at some point decided to scrap christmas gifts and like pull money together to donate to i think it's either world vision or i think recently we've been donating to cap which is christians against poverty another great charity uh which is an organization that helps um like kiwis in need and like help get out of poverty Mm -hmm. Uh, with like free financial advice and stuff like that so if you guys looking to support, 
that's another good one yeah so i'd say that i enjoy it all of the same stuff like all of the big family gatherings um like the church stuff the festivity and maybe something additional is just because we're working or i've been working now for quite a long time and you know there's no such thing as term breaks or semester breaks or anything anymore Mm. so christmas time is basically you know the time where you have heaps of public holidays all stacked you know you got yeah um you know those stat days and all the companies that i work for so far have a christmas shutdown period as well where you have to take mandatory leave so this has become my equivalent of like my holiday which is a lot shorter than it used to be but it's still typically like three to four weeks off work and um yeah i think it's it really just gives that whole reset feel like yeah bringing it a year to its end you know reflecting on it and then jump starting the new year yeah i've yeah i'd say it's kind of it's pretty similar for me but it's pretty crazy like it's pretty crazy to see how much emphasis we put on our summer break but it's actually only like two weeks do you know is it it only two weeks oh like two to three weeks because it's like like eh, I remember like always on the last day, everyone's like, oh, goodbye. Like, have a good break. Like, yeah. see you like in two weeks. And it's like two weeks later, it's actually not that long. <laughs> and then it's like back to working for 50 weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and, then, and, then, and then you get back and everyone's like catching up with what they did. But like in two weeks, it's like, there's actually not that much that's happened. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think typically like, like for example, I've got a one month break coming up for me so i'm right. pretty hyped about that yeah no, that's pretty hype yeah is there anything like different for you that from what i've said of what you enjoy about christmas um no i think i think we still make time for the like we still do the christmas hams and the turkeys and yeah like it's always i think it's quite i guess you could call it a family tradition because we do it every year and even though our gatherings have gotten smaller so we don't have all the family friends over and all that sort of stuff. Like it's still nice to just have a dinner together um, just to, to remember like, you know, the year and all that sort of stuff. And I guess it'll be a little bit different this year since Shirley and I know how to play Mahjong now. So oh. I don't know, maybe we'll be playing till midnight or something. <laughs> right, right, right. Cause you don't have like that much extended um, family here. Eh? It's just like, it's still, it's pretty like tight knit. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that's basically, oh, it's a little bit different for Shirley because she has quite a lot of extended family here. Okay. Um, so actually that's one thing that's different this year is because the cousin group is actually quite big and we're all quite grown up now. So we can kind of do stuff without our parents connecting. So that's another thing that we will be doing in the new year to celebrate like 2020 and all that sort of stuff. That's interesting, eh? Because yeah, I, I, did, I do notice that um, Shirley's cousin group you guys have done kind of like a couple outings or social things with just you guys. Yeah. 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 Whereas I think for my family, like I have a lot of extended family, but we don't really do that for whatever reason. It would, it would, it would almost feel like you're just shafting the parents because then the parents would want to see everyone as well. So it's like, <laughs> right. 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 But then I think that just varies from family to family. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So, I guess since our pros didn't really change, 
Do you think your cons have changed quite a bit? Yeah, we're, we're like providing like no insight. Eh? It's just like, I feel like oh, we're, we're saying like generic as like things that we enjoy about Christmas. <laughs> we're just generic what people. Can we say? Okay, what can, what can we add? Like what, what's the value we're adding into people's lives? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I guess maybe here's the, maybe not as common take, but what I haven't enjoyed as much about Christmas, maybe like not, not so much haven't enjoyed, but I, I struggle with is, um, you know, that whole gifts thing. So it's not, before we were just talking about, you know, bankers for kids, which is a little bit of a struggle sometimes because, yeah, like I, I struggle with that. Like it feels like when they have, I don't know what to get and I don't want to just get a gift for the sake of getting a gift. Mm. But then it's hard to buy like a gift that they'll really like. Mm. Since a lot of kids, either they have what they want or they just want to chill on their iPad. Yeah. Um, And then when it comes well, to, oh yeah. That, 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 that's kind of one thing that I struggle with, especially at, during Christmas and birthdays. And I've shared this before, but just the whole idea of giving gifts for the sake of it. Like, it's like, oh yeah, the time is here. Like the, the reason for giving a gift is almost because of the timing. Yeah. Like, because it's your birthday, I have to give you a gift. Not, not I have to give you a gift, but all right. Because it's Christmas, oh yeah, now I give you a gift. Instead of say, if it was a housewarming, if it's yeah. an event, like a housewarming event, it's like, oh yeah, I'll give you a gift because it's like housewarming. But then I guess you could say that for the same reason for a birthday. Because it's your birthday, it's a birthday party, I'm going to give you a gift kind of thing. But then... But what you're saying is the housewarming is actually like celebrating like a new house. Whereas the birthday, I guess you're celebrating the person being alive. Another one for another, not... another year. <laughs> no, but then by that logic though, there's not that many events in life that warrants a gift. It's just like... okay. Wedding, what housewarming? Yeah, baby shower, baby shower. Yeah. So then, outside of um, I think the whole idea anniversaries, is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because then the whole idea is it's kind of random to if you if you have a gift that you want to get someone, but then there's no occasion, you're not really gonna just go and get it for them. I mean, you could, and I think some people do do that, but yeah, the whole point is I think with the whole birthday and Christmas, then people can give gifts when they want to, that they've been right, meaning right, to right. get someone maybe. Right. Yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's the perspective I need to adopt. Like, think of things that I like, do want to give, like note then, stuff down like throughout the year, but then yeah, get it for them when then, there's an occasion then, to give a gift. I don't know. That just sounds really taxing. It's like, oh, like Elon's been talking about getting new headphones for like the whole year, and then oh, it's Christmas, and then it's like, imagine if you like last month, like, oh, it's Black Friday sales. I got myself some headphones, <laughs> and I'll just go, oh my. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, that is a thing because it, it's harder because we're older now where it comes back to, it relates to love languages a little bit as well. Yeah. Because personally, gifts is not a huge love language of mine. Like I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a great gift giver. So then I think for me, I, I don't know if I overthink it, but like a part of me would quite like, you know, the whole idea of like, you know, especially because, you know, in our like, church community or just in our friends group, you know, we're, we're getting more and more like young families. Mm-hmm. so the idea of just people like setting up a christmas tree and then like dropping off like just like gifts to each other like it feels mm-hmm. like pretty i don't know just the vibe feels pretty nice right even if it's just something simple so i'm kind of keen to do that to kind of like build up that kind of because it just adds to the festivity and like the hype for the season mm-hmm. but then the downside would be once one or two people start doing that then it, it kind of like creates this social pressure where people feel like they have to give gifts Right. And then it's like my it's like my family gathering all over again where everyone feels like they have to give a gift for like everyone. Mm. And then mm. sometimes 
people might not be in a financial position to do that or they might not just know what to get and it just becomes like more stressful than anything and i think if it gets to that point then it's kind of defeating the, the purpose mm. yeah so there's a little bit of that where i don't really know how to navigate it or maybe like just navigating that in well, and of itself is the difficult thing yeah of, yeah well, I think that's why I enjoy Secret Santa so much nowadays because of everyone brings a gift and then we play a game to sort of decide like what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. It adds to that festivity part and it's not something that you would do every year. Well, it is something you would do every year, but it's not something oh, no, you would get. No, it's, not something, it's not something you do for everyone outside of Christmas. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I think that's been actually like, a, that's pretty much like the hack or like that is like the solution that we found so far secret center. Yeah. So you, everyone still gets something and then you have that little, and we play the, the stealing secret center, which makes it a bit more fun as well. Yeah. Um, Bro. I, I remember like speaking of secret center, like I used to get like so much anxiety because especially if we did the original version, which is you get someone out of the hat and you had to get them a present. Oof. And it's just one year I got this girl and I just didn't know what to get girls back then. Right. And I was just wrestling with it so hard. And then like, I don't know, for some reason, I just, I just couldn't think of anything. Right. And I was probably asking the wrong people as well. What'd you do? About, What'd you get her? I ended up buying her like a shirt. And I was just, oh, yeah. <laughs> like a shirt's okay. But then, but then, I don't know. I think I was just like overthinking it so hard. I'm like, crap. Like, what if I get her a shirt and then she, re- she thinks like it's too big for her or something. I was like, oh, do you think I'm a medium? Or something. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my, yeah. like buying clothing like, for oh my, like, women or yeah, girls, girls is just like, tough. Yeah, so I was just like, oh my, like should have just bought a bath bomb or something. Like a bath like, bomb? Wait, how? Wait, how? How old are you? I'm thinking like little kid Sydney. Was this? Oh no, I'm I'm like 16 or something. Oh right, right, 17. Right, right. So like, still kind of socially awkward with girls. So then, oh yeah, like crap. I have to like get her a gift now. I'm like, I don't know. It was just so stressful. I, I remember like like seeing her unwrap it and then just like watching her oh, face it's just yeah just i'm pro- <laughs> probably not as bad as that kid that was devastated that he got another sniper sniper gun but it's just it was just i mean it was okay it's not like she hated it but just right speaking speaking of secret santa um this triggers a memory where in year six in primary um i class mm-hmm. did that's kind of secret santa so you would draw names out of a thing yeah and then buy like get everyone a gift yeah and i remember when it was my turn to open it i opened it and then like uh for this one your secret center got revealed as well so what happened is oh no like the person has to like the teacher would call out like for example me and then the person who got me the gift would have to go to the front like grab the gift and then give it so it's not it's not even secret center it's just bro and then i remember the girl i had like a year-long crush on oh crap she was the one that got me my gift okay and I just remember being real high. I thought it was like destiny. I was like, oh my, like this is, of all the, what this are the it. chances? Yeah. Yeah. And she got, like me, boxes. she got me, she got me color, <laughs> she got me color pencils. I remember. Oh like, my. And then? No, nah, that, that, that's all. And then nothing happened. The oh. color, the, the color pencils were pretty low quality. And then, um, <laughs> and then we, and then we went to different intermediates and then it was a, it was a one-sided crush regardless. So I oh think she must have been. <laughs> the story just crashed and burned. Yeah, crashed and burned. So I think she was. She was pretty. She must have been like, "Oh my, why did I draw even? Now I have to get him a gift, and then he might get the wrong idea." Oh my. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad Secret Santa. We found a good format for it. So yeah, actually, one. I remember one year we got 
these um, bowls. And like, this was a pretty hotly contested stick of Santa that. gift. Was it, were, yeah. were those the balls from Nude? Yeah, it was like the orange Ooh. ones. Oh, Bro, nice. I think Joe bought them. Oh, did she? Yeah, but anyway. Anyways, we, we, we stole it back like three or four times. Oh. And then, and then, and then we, we ended up walking away with it. And now oh, every time I use it. like a winner. Yeah. But every time I dip <laughs> my dumpling into the bowl of sauce, I'm like, oh my, I'm a freaking, <laughs> I'm a freaking bowl. <laughs> that's actually like a mini game. Eh? Like that's the fun thing about playing the stealing secret center as well is you want to yeah. like, it's a mini game to buy like a cool gift or like a good gift yeah. that is desirable. Yeah. So then when yeah. you see, when you see it getting like stolen or like people wanting it, it's just like, yeah, you can have oh, your little, little, ego. Little, yeah. It's like inflating. <laughs> so we'll see this Friday. We've got it going on again at uh, church. By the time, actually this podcast released on Friday morning, our church mm-hmm. is doing a like bar- Christmas barbecue party type of thing at nighttime. Yeah. So if you're yeah. listening, you are invited. Uh, I think it starts at, I don't know, at like dinner time and we're doing a secret yeah. Santa thing as well from like 8 p.m onwards yeah so if you guys want to join just hit me up with a message for the address of the church and then just got to bring like a 20 dollars secret santa gift and you could be in on this yeah. action or if you don't even want to be in secret santa and you just want to join us barbecue, you like that's all good too just come it'll be a lot of fun no but join the secret you, center can, you can even take photos of <laughs> you can even take photos with the co-host of the leon <laughs> podcast oh my god <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm guaranteeing my. it. I'm wow. guaranteeing. Oh, um, yeah, but I, I mean, that's really the only downside to Christmas for me. I guess, like for some families that I know of, and I think yeah. Joe and I have navigated it pretty well over over the years. But um, there can okay. be like, you know, once you're either dating someone seriously, then you get invited to both, you know, families' Christmas gatherings and whatnot. So, oh, yeah. Sometimes there's a little bit, I know of some families and some couples where, you know, they're kind of like, you got to contend for like the 25th, like you got to contend for the actual day. And oh, then, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then, and then just like, who, you know, which, and then sometimes if you have like a large family, if you think of that branch, it gets pretty convoluted. Mm. So you have, imagine if I had like you four have to siblings. Them all up. Yeah, imagine yeah. if I had four siblings and each of my siblings had a part, like had his partner and then each of their partners had their own family gatherings and then you gotta mm-hmm. so i think that whole scheduling piece and then like and then couples being like oh is your family more important than my family and then like stuff like that that could be oh, a downside yeah. i think um yeah those things are so hard to navigate as well um we've been pretty fortunate actually because um shirley's family is like a lot more flexible so my dad or like my family just stays one day and we just lock it in just lock it and in. then we're good not that we've had to do this, but I think a pro tip could be you just both go off days. So you just both go non 25th and then you just do 25th with right. like either just the two of you or with friends. But that right. would be for like maybe extreme circumstances where like you've had pretty tough experiences in the past. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like you, the, the compromise is no one's getting me on the 25th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, and I guess, yeah, yeah, with the whole gifts thing, I guess it just links to, I back to the gifts thing. It just links mm-hmm. to, I think we've touched on it in past episodes, but the whole idea of like consumerism and like, you know, like the idea that celebration and joy is linked with gifts and buying stuff. Mm. I think that is a link that I am like very, like I'm very not a fan of mm. like to buy stuff to get happy. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying Christmas does that like hard out, but it can be, 
I think for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Like it would be such a shame for a kid, right? If they got like seven gifts one year and then the next year they get less or for whatever reason, or maybe the pet, their family's going through a more financial, like financially difficult time. And then um, they can't get as many gifts. And then the kid gets sad at receiving three gifts. Yeah. That would be such a shame. Yeah. I feel, I feel like over the years I used to buy stuff less. Right. But nowadays I feel like there's a lot more things that I just buy not on a need basis, but rather on a want basis. Right. And I think, I think that sort of feedback loop has sort of diluted the enjoyment of buying stuff, to be honest. Um, so, you, so you're just buying more stuff because you're more of a baller. Like, like for, say for example, <laughs> I remember buying, like I enjoy bubble tea. And I think yeah. over the years, as I've bought more and more, the, the enjoyment has been like less, to right. be honest. Just because it Cause, becomes normalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think at the start, it's like when I buy bubble tea for like certain occasions where, you know, I just really, I was just really keen and like, I actually really enjoyed it. Like, yeah, just every, every sip was like, oh my, this is so good. Yeah. And now when I think of it, it's like, oh, like I really want to capture that moment of, oh, like it's feeling like really cool and like really good. And it's like associating also with like being able to relax or helping me like cope with a certain situation or something. But then, the more I've bought it, the more like it's not hit that high anymore. Yeah. But yeah, this bro, I think this phenomenon could be like an episode in and of itself. Okay. It's, it's a pretty, well, isn't that just life creep? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think way. we've, I don't think we've done one on like life creep specifically. Okay. And how to like not yeah, allow true. life creep because I think that's, yeah. that's big because it's the, it's so ironic that, you know, the more material things that you can obtain mm. the less you and then you obtain them because you know you want the happiness or the positive like the positive effect that it brings mm. and then the more you get the more it diminishes that positive effect so it's almost like yeah. if you if you gamified it you have to like find a way to optimize this whole relationship yeah yeah otherwise you end up having to drink 10 bubble teas to, to, then, to feel yeah, like happy. yeah but then you're gonna be like <laughs> like so sugared up and gain weight and then you're gonna have to <laughs> deal with the negative side effects of that yeah <clears throat> um yeah definitely yeah it's i mean if we just use a bubble tea example do you feel like that's affected you or you still feel like uh oh yeah let's go uh yeah i don't know with with, with buying things i've been through like quite a um quite a personal journey maybe like over the past like five years i would say because okay and I've touched on it in the past where I would consider, I would have considered myself like a very frugal person um, mm -hmm. and like through uni and like working just because mm -hmm. my financial obligations always kept up with my increases in income. So right. I, I never had really much disposable income regardless. Right. So then I didn't feel like I had the space to get things I didn't need if there was like a mm -hmm. better deal. Mm -hmm. So then as far as like the, the dollar to utility that I would get, like I would have to really optimize it. So basically buying bubble tea would make me unhappy because I would be caught up over spending like six bucks on a beverage when I could get like 90, like 80% of the enjoyment from spending like 90 cents on like an Assam milk tea. Right, right, right. So that like that yeah. whole thing would be like, or, or like even just like those instant milk teas that I can make at home. Yeah. So then... I was 
like fully in in that framework where mm. getting something not at maximum value mm -hmm. would really decrease the enjoyment for me. Mm. Mm. And then as I think my disposable income has gotten a bit freer, mm -hmm. there came a point where I like I had to kind of like to like figure myself out. What? What do you mean? I had to kind of like convince myself like it's okay to buy a bubble tea. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, right, right. like you, you know, to unlock it. Yeah. To unlock it. Like it's okay to yeah. buy bubble tea. Like it's not a bad thing. Yeah. You're not like wasting yeah. your money. Yeah. And then now I think well, that's kind of, it's well, kind of like, it's kind of what you mentioned as well with like when you were buying, like going out and eating like food, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Like paying more than like $10 for food that like you could cook yourself or like, it just wasn't as value as say getting like, like having eggs on toast at home. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's it's exactly that. So, yeah, um, I think I'm still kind of going through that where I'm figuring out now what like the most optimal like spending to enjoyment ratio is because yeah. you spend too much. Like for example, in this last couple of weeks and months of living in Limbo, I haven't had a kitchen to cook mm -hmm. or like a place to store groceries. So I've just been eating out so much, and yeah. I'm just like sick of it. Like I'm sick of like as 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 much as it pains me to say, I'm like. I'm ready to stop eating Wendy's for a little while. Cause I just oh, been, I don't care for Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I just been jamming. I just been jamming a lot of Wendy's. Um, yeah. And then I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm actually at like a pretty comfortable place now where I've balanced like not feeling guilt to spend like a reasonable, like not a lot on, on, on stuff, but like just mm -hmm. what I need. Yeah. Like, but then not overspending it. So for example, right. I, w I would never, up until recently, I would never buy like a Baconator mushroom milk combo. Right. Because I'll be like, I'm only getting, I mean, it's a sick burger, but I'm only getting that and a drink and a fries for like 15 bucks. Yeah. If yeah. I went to Macca's and I optimize, or BK and I optimize all the coupons, I can get so many more calories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 10 bucks. Getting the gains. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, I don't know. That's a pretty, a pretty like long reverse. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like, yeah, I've been life creep and I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's interesting, but maybe, maybe we'll come back to this topic in a new podcast uh, in the yeah. new year, because I think there is a lot to unpack here, even for myself, because I, I haven't really done like a proper self-reflection mm. and set like any goals in this area. I've just been, yeah. I'm kind of navigating new territory where it's like, oh, want to go out to eat? Okay, like, let's go. And I yeah, can... yeah I, feel, I feel like this whole idea of, because I know consumerism is quite prevalent in Christmas as well as well as say black friday or just any any event where it promotes like sales and stuff yeah yeah and i i think i've never really i haven't really like been engrossed with consumerism much uh and i don't know if it's because of my spending habits maybe i've already bought stuff throughout the year so i don't feel like i'm buying into consumerism much right or yeah like so if i don't give myself the opportunity to be say be in a position where i don't have much and like being enticed with the aspect of like, oh, I could buy like this, I could buy all these things and add it, yeah. add it to my life. I think I've always been quite, you know, like buy, like just stick to the like. You just like get your essentials and then you're good. Yeah, like, like you I, don't you don't I mean, really I'm desire hunting that. a sale. Yeah, or a little bit. I, I desire value and um, the essentials, but also like I like quality as well. So then, yeah. um, so maybe I don't know. I don't know if that's another aspect of like consumerism it's like oh i could buy any smartphone but i wanted to buy an iphone because of like these things 
Um, and I wonder maybe because uh, I've always enjoyed quality and knowing that I've got a good product, like maybe, maybe I am fully oh. in the consumerism aspect. Yeah. I don't know, but let's, let's put this topic on hold because I think, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we could, we could go on for another hour, which would be another podcast, but let's, um, <laughs> you guys have this to look forward to. And I'm just like thinking, I'm not even prepared to talk about it. Cause I'm like, snap, what do I <laughs> like? What do no, I you actually... haven't, you haven't, you haven't quite fully reconciled with it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think it'll be really helpful for, for myself. So that will be good in the new year. Let's not, mm. let's note that down. Um, yeah, for Christmas, I guess that, that kind of segues quite nicely because we're, what we're saying is at the end of the day, though, I think both of us, we recognize and we believe that, you know, buying stuff does not lead to happiness. Like mm-hmm. buying stuff can, you know, allow certain things in your life, which can, can increase your happiness and your joy, yeah. but buying things in and of itself doesn't. And mm-hmm. um, I guess it kind of segues into, you know, what we do believe brings true joy and, and like lasting mm-hmm. joy in, in our lives, mm-hmm. which is uh, what we probably want to end the podcast on, which is the, you know, it's a cliche of, you know, the reason for the season. Yeah. You know, you guys probably seen that slogan chucked out in Christian kind of Christmassy things, but yeah, the reason for the season for Christians and for Sid and myself is, you know, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. So do you want to maybe just, speak a little bit on that and why that when you're celebrating Christmas, aside from everything else we've talked about, how does this fact of Jesus being born, like why is that worth celebrating? To be honest, I feel, I feel like this whole, this whole event is almost like, it just makes me so grateful because it's like a sign of like God, like reaching out to us. Yeah. You know, I believe we we're all, um, you know, we're born into a sinful world or a broken world and, like God has always intended um, for us to be in relationship with him. Yeah. And basically because of, um, you know, how things panned out in the old Testament, but you know, Jesus was always the plan for us to be in relationship with God, with God. So basically right. the birth is like God reaching out to us. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it though. Like it symbolizes God reaching out to us. And I think that's yeah. quite a nice way of putting it where um, there's so much crap going on in the world. God didn't just like, leave us to it and let us just destroy ourselves. Mm. Instead, he provided, he sent his own son in, in human flesh, which is Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, to earth to like die for our sins. And like, that's super significant because I guess that is the, that is like the event that allows mm. us to reconnect with God. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess like the super TLDR version of that is, um, you know, we can never atone for our own sins because as we might, we, we can, we can try as we, we, we may, but then we can never do it because we are so imperfect. Mm. It's kind of like if I, I don't know, like a dumbass example, like if I upset Joe and then she's mm-hmm. like upset with me and then I try and make it better, but then mm-hmm. I, I might not know, actually even know what she's upset about. And I'm just like trying and then it right. makes her even right. more upset or like she doesn't feel understood. And then right. I feel like that is like, that's pretty much maybe like us. It would be like if I did something wrong and then I try to make it up to God by myself, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like just continually. So that's the whole point is that Jesus came and because he's fully God and fully man, he could live a perfect life and therefore be mm-hmm. a perfect sacrifice. 
that just yeah. atones for everyone's sin. And that's just like, yeah, like, like God didn't have to do that. There's no, yeah, you know, it would have been, he doesn't have to do that, but that's just really, it just shows him because he reached out. It really just shows that he loves us and he's like willing to sacrifice for us. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's pretty like, I don't know. And I think like not, and like, not only is it just the gratefulness aspect of it, like that's all cool. Like being grateful, but I mm. think what actually brings, you know, the lasting joy that we talk about, that's like, you know, not just celebrating the birth of Jesus, but what it means is like when we, when we say we can reconnect with God is now we can know our creator and we can be in relationship with the, like the creator of the universe and mm-hmm. our creator. And because he's our creator, he knows me inside out. Like it's, it's like, I just, mm-hmm. you know, it's like now I have this relationship with this person who is like, who's God, but who's also like, who's capable of being, like my best friend being like the best teacher, like the perfect teacher capable of guiding me in life, capable of like comforting me when I'm down. And like that whole relationship I think is, is really the reason and really the thing that can give real like lasting joy. Yeah. And I think it's a clear sign of how broken we are because we try to fill, you know, our life with things which don't give us everlasting joy. You know, we try to fill it with material positions, like we mentioned before, consumerism, or we fill it with experiences. Um, mm. We fill it with relationships. We fill it with intimacy. Um, but, you know, all that stuff isn't like true satisfaction. Like it, it satisfies you for like a little bit, but then you're hungry again mm. and you're hungry for more and more. It's like, it's like if we go back to the bubble tea example, you know, like, yeah, um, yeah like and I think there's always been one thing that's in my mind. It's like, when will it ever be enough? And it's like, never. Bro, yeah, but yeah. Then, and, and that bubble tea thing is good because like, like you said, like the more you had it, the less, like it's almost like you got used to it and it's like not as good anymore. Yeah. So then, so then how can I break it apart? How, how do I talk about it? Like, because then it's not like, this is the same thing when you, when you have a relationship with God, right? Yeah, but the, I guess the thing with God though is he never gets boring because he is not a... Because he, because he's perfect. He's the only thing that is perfect. Right. Right. So when, when we say that, you know, we're kind of like lacking or we're not satisfied in something and we're seeking something more, Mm -hmm. having that relationship with God is is pretty much says this in the Bible where it's like, it's the, it's the water that never stops giving, I guess. Yeah. Um, Like when you drink it, you'll never get thirsty again. Everlasting water. Yeah. Whereas like you drink bubble tea, you're going to get thirsty again. Yeah. But once you drink that relationship with God, it's like, boom. And, and I think that's like the other, um, that's really the other thing that I'm super grateful for. And I think it's really like the real practical. I mean, I mean, everything we said is real practical, but this is like, for me, uh, how I kind of look at it as well is by Jesus being born, he gave us this perfect role model of what it looks like to live as a human. Mm -hmm. and that is super worth celebrating because you know like just trying to figure out you know when we're reconciling all these things all these topics we talk about on this podcast every struggle every difficult thing in life it's given me this really simple guideline like simple framework of just one like if if i was more like jesus if jesus was next Mm -hmm. to me what would he tell me to do like what would he do yeah yeah and like that's just like such a I don't know. It's just such a blessing and such a thing to celebrate. 
Mm. Yeah, and I think I think yeah, and I think if I go back to the grateful part about his birth, is just he gives us that hope that we can find that joy that we crave for in God. And yeah, so I guess that's 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 just a little bit about um, for me and Sid why Christmas is. It's not so much like, I, I think, yeah, when it gets to like Christmas and we get into the festivities, it's easy to just focus on that, like the family, the gifts and all that. But, um, mm. and honestly, like what we celebrate during Christmas, like the birth and life of Jesus, we could, we should be celebrating that, you know, year round because it's a constant thing that impacts our life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess that's why sometimes I don't like, it's easier to lose sight of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now nah, for fun, it's just it's just such a good time to remember that and just remember to not lose sight. It's almost like a little a good little refresh to mm. hopefully last us the whole year until we get to next Christmas and then yeah yeah make sure we just key in on what's important. Yeah, and I think that's why the carols really um, hit me a bit different, eh? Because like I grew up singing them. Yeah, and it would always be about certain stories like like the donkey that uh, Mary rode on and like. Uh-huh. Um, all that other stuff and it just makes me reminds me of those stories where I would hear it for the first when I heard it for the first time it's like whoa like like the story is like pretty epic and um, yeah and just remembering the hope that it gave me sweet I guess that's probably wraps us up for our Christmas episode mm-hmm. well, I feel like we should do a Christmas giveaway Okay. <laughs> After talking about not giving stuff All right, away. I'm, just, I'm, I'm hearing about this for the first time as well, listeners. <laughs> um, okay, what's our giveaway, Elon? Okay, so, so, so here it is. I just made this up. Again, this okay. is going to drop. This episode is dropping on the 18th of December, which is the same day our church is doing Christmas barbecue. And I know yep. that some of our listeners uh, do come from our own church. So if you guys have gotten in early enough, if you guys are one of those people that listen to this on Friday mornings, supporting the pod, come tell us about this giveaway because you'll only know if you listen to the end of this podcast. Okay. If you tell us <laughs> Bro, about so it. So many people cut out once they, once they hear that. Yep. Well, that was a good episode. Well, that's the thing. And then they're like, just, they're just gapping it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys come and just mention this giveaway on Friday night, then it's going to be a free gongcha for you. Redeemable forever. So for whoever mentioned this to oh us, forever. Oh, and maybe, right, okay. yeah, yeah. And maybe a couple of things, a couple of things in the pod as well. So it's not just like one person tells the next person and then they all just say, Oh yeah, we listened to it. That's the giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be quizzing you on this pod. Okay. Okay. That sounds like a good giveaway. Um, <laughs> what about those people that can't make it? You know, nah. actually, we'll Uber eats it to them. If, 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 you, you, if you're not us, part of our church. Yeah. Like, come and hang out. like we're all just Kiwi Asians. So like, I'm sure if you enjoy listening to us, I'm sure you'll enjoy like being a part of the night because we're not actually that like scary. Yeah, but 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 if you guys can't make it for for whatever reason for like physical you got already physical distance or you guys already got plans, then actually send us a message on the Friday. This giveaway is only applicable for the Friday, and then we'll Uber eat you a, a gongsha. Oh, while stocks last. No. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right, sweet. Good sweet episode. So next week we got our last episode of the year. It's going to be a recap reflection time for the crazy year that's been 2020. Mm. Sid will be recording from his new house. Oh. And uh, 
it's going to be good. Yeah, that's crazy to me. That's all right. That's all right. Cool. Catch you guys next week. See you. Have a good sleep. Have a good week. And hopefully see you tonight. Oh, Merry Christmas, homies. Oh, oh my. my.